welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up, guys? Happy Saturday. Today, we're going to be doing Redbubble Shop Reviews, episode 19. After this video is published, I think we've reviewed just about 100 Redbubble shops. And if you would like to be featured in my next 100 Redbubble shop reviews, use the link in the description. We've got a thread in my print-on-demand Facebook group where you can link to your shop. Don't message me with your shop. Add it to the list, and then we'll go through them in order. Anyways, let's get started. Real quick before we jump in, just had to remind you, I run a weekly print-on-demand giveaway completely free to enter. It takes like 10 seconds, and two winners are going to be selected tomorrow during my top five niches of the week video. This week, sponsored by Flying Research, print-on-demand research tools, Automate POD, print-on-demand design creation automation, All-American Graphics, premium pre-made graphics to help with your July 4th designs, for instance, and Bubble Scout, the only Redbubble niche research and validation tool. You can find a link in the description to enter. Also, take advantage of my free print-on-demand mini course delivered to your email inbox one lesson a day over eight days. Again, completely free. Link is right there in the description. And of course, I've got my print-on-demand Facebook group, which is where you'll find the uh, thread to comment on with your Redbubble shop if you would like me to review it. All right, let's get started with these reviews. Shop number one is Bonnie Shaw. I like the uh, graphics, by the way. Um, it's got a cool vibe to it, and it looks like your profile I, uh, profile icon matches the big banner that you've got back there. Um, so it's got a cool vibe. You don't have a featured collection. You may want to consider adding one. Joined December 2019, only 42 designs. Ah, oh, you let me down. I was like, this looks promising from the... <laughs> from the shop, uh, the structure, but then, you know, 42 designs is not going to make you too much money. Um, it's got a pretty cool, like yoga vibe. What are those called? Like mandalas or something? I think Isn't that what these are called. Um, it's a cool design though. Either way, rainbow flower of life, sacred geometry, high vibration sticker. So when I'm on Redbubble, I typically don't try to pack in too many search terms into a title. Uh, just my personal feeling about Redbubble is that like, I don't think their algorithm is structured the same as Amazon's where on Amazon, you know, you can definitely get away with putting a couple more additional phrases in the title with Redbubble. I try to be as exact and direct as possible. Uh, I think Redbubble is a little bit harder to succeed on in general as well, because of course, lower barrier of entry for new sellers to jump on the platform. Uh, your designs though, they do look really good. I mean, you should keep up with the, uh, with posting new designs to the platform. Like some of these look Look really um, great on the, what is this, a phone phone wallet, iPhone wallet? I mean, that looks awesome. Looks super professional. This one, too, looks great. Um, so I don't know if you, like, uploaded these designs with intent of selling them on iPhone wallets. I've heard that these sell really well, by the way, on, uh, on well, I forget what platform. I don't know if it was just Amazon or what, but I knew some people that were making some big bucks selling these as print-on-demand. Uh, I don't know what production partner actually even carries these. Maybe Guten, um, but you could also always... I mean, it's not something that most people would condone, but like you can list it on Amazon manually and then fulfill through Redbubble, you know, drop ship from Redbubble to your Amazon customer uh, as an option. I've talked about how I did that back in the past with some stickers that I would manually order from Redbubble to my Amazon customers because the money was too good. You know, I just marked up the stickers. I was selling like 12, 13, $14 stickers buying them on Redbubble at a discount, you know, from myself at no markup and then shipping them over to the Amazon customer because they were in such high demand. 
All right, shop number two, Urvashi Patel, joined in 2016, only 114 designs. Come on, get more designs up. Uh, let's look at your shop branding. It does look pretty cool with the, the watercolor in the background there. And you got a pr- pretty professional logo there with your name and logo. Featured collection abstract art. Remember what I said last uh, last Redbubble shop reviews? I said every week we see at least one shop that just kind of takes the lazy route and posts, um, you know, abstract, acrylic, whatever, you know, some weird like patterny thing that's typically not original work either. Um, abstract art may look great. Like this, this little zipper pouch wallet looks cool. But nobody comes to Redbubble and searches for pink sunset, pink orange, purple sky zipper pouch. You know what I mean? Nobody comes to Redbubble and types that in. So the likelihood of somebody finding this is probably pretty low. Uh, and it looks like that's basically what you've dedicated your shop to. You've got animal illustrations that are pattern-based, abstract art, patterns, Moroccan patterns, and bohemian ethnic. So there's nothing wrong with this, but like you're really competing with infinite people that are selling like similar things because they're so easy to upload and create listings on Redbubble. Also, you know, any retail store that's selling the same similar thing too. You know, I just don't think people come to Redbubble and search for this stuff. I think they follow the trends and that's what brings them to Redbubble, most likely from Google search or Redbubble doing like retargeting ads. So I think uh, a better understanding of the customer life cycle and customer journey is probably, probably a good thing to have, right? <laughs> All right. Sank of Sankofa Ace. What is that? Sankofa A-S-E. I don't know. I don't know what that word is. Sankofa Ace is what it looks like to me. Uh, From Waltham Abbey, United Kingdom. 283 designs. You've got a featured collection that you call text-based. I might change the name of that featured collection because suppose a customer actually sees that. They're going to be like, text-based? You know, you guys subscribe to my channel. where We see things from the seller side. I think we all kind of know like, okay, text-based. Text-based designs, duh. But what about the customers that we're actually trying to sell to? So maybe call it, you know, funny designs or something, whatever. Or bestsellers, you know, it doesn't have to be your bestsellers. Just call it bestsellers since it's the first thing they see. Uh, you got some pretty funny designs here. Deja Pooh, I'm sure I've heard this crap before. Um, curry goat, pice and peas, rice and peas. Kalu, a key catfish jerk chicken, spice up your life. That's like really hard to read. I would improve your font selection on designs like that. Um, even like this design here, this looks kind of like, I don't know. It just, this looks like something you'd see on a digital screen, but not actually see a final print of in real life that comes out looking anything like what you see on your screen right now. So I'd be careful with how you design using things like bevel and emboss, like even like the fade out. I don't know if that's a gradient or is that the watermark or something. It looks like washed out on your text. Um, just be careful with that stuff. Cause I don't know that it translates that well uh, into the final product when it's printed. Um, so definitely be careful. Uh, you have a lot of stickers leading primarily with stickers. And I think that is a great idea. We know stickers are probably, if not the best seller, like top two on Redbubble behind t-shirts or maybe top three behind face masks. So I think that fad passed. Um, so yeah, stickers is a great idea. If you do want to set your default, uh, mock-up to stickers, that is a good, um, it's definitely not a bad thing. Um, you got a lot of stickers though, that are like simple black text. If you're going to do something like this, like I would maybe market it as like bumper stickers, you know, cause if you're going to do like a water bottle sticker or a laptop sticker, I think if you typically see graphics and if you're just going to do text, it just reminds me more of like something you'd see on the back of a bumper sticker of a car. All right. Shop number four, red bubble gum. 
from the United Kingdom again. All right, cool. Back to back and uh, 247 designs. Let's see. You've got a featured collection, Red Bubblegum Halloween. So have you not updated your featured collection since Halloween? Um, first thing I'm noticing, your price point, 1824 So it looks like you've manually updated your pricing on Redbubble, but you've reduced the default. I think the default brings your shirts to about 1990 so I don't know, 1824 seems a little random. I would update your pricing. I would also update your featured collection to do something other than uh, Halloween, all right? And then on some designs like this one that I'm seeing here, uh, focus on better color contrast. Like it's, this may actually be like what you wanted it to look like, but, and in real life it may look amazing, but like on a t-shirt mock-up that a customer has to click in search results, you can scroll right past that without even noticing that it had pink text on the, purple background color shirt so be careful with that you really need it to pop and be bold and be easy to read kind of like this design here that you made with the uh the big boo you know you got the graphic you got the text you have great color contrast with the cream against the black yeah i, th- I like that a lot more uh let's check out your red bubblegum gaming by the way i like how you structured your collections you put the shop name as like a prefix of all the collections i don't know why i think that looks professional so well done and it looks like you, uh, your gaming logos are all just straight exports out of, I believe, Canva Pro. If I'm not mistaken, I think these are like templated graphics that you can get inside of Canva Pro, like in the logo builder. So uh, that may be <laughs> not the best idea. Like maybe do some alterations to them instead of just... And I could be wrong. I might be wrong. If I'm wrong, let me know in the comments below. But I swear these look familiar. I think I've seen these in like the Canva logo builders. So it's not that unique, right? Um, I could be wrong though. Blame it on the lag. I mean, that's kind of funny. I grew up gaming, what, like 15 years ago. So even longer than that, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, when I started, I was 13. But anyways, uh, when I was gaming, we started with like 56K modems and slow computers. And there was plenty of lag. There was also people would pick up the phone in the house and kick you off the internet. And that was absolutely miserable when you're in the middle of a computer game. Um, so yeah, <laughs> good times, good times. All right. Shop number five, Janifa joined July, 2020. So your shop is about a year old and you've only got 53 designs. No, come on, get that number up to 500, you know, come on, text only do text only designs until you, um, until you get 500. All right. So that was a weird link that was kind of structured, uh, not to display things the way we're used to seeing them. I don't want to give them an unfair advantage. So I reset the, uh, the page. All right. You have seven collections. One is 2021 donuts, city cat quotes, foodie. Let's check out foodie, uh, two stickers inside of foodie. I think these actually are pretty decent designs. Um, again, one of the benefits about also doing stickers as your primary product type is, the thumbnail that it displays is automatically zoomed in. Okay. So you don't have to worry as much about doing what I always remind you to do every Saturday, whether it's Etsy shop reviews or Redbubble shop reviews, which is make your designs big, bold, and easy to read. If you do stickers, it typically zooms right in and makes it all of those things, big, bold, and easy to read. So, uh, doing stickers, I think will increase your click through rate. Even if you have a design, like, you know, these three, which nothing is really standing out to me. Like, the color contrast here isn't great, I don't think. I'm not trying to, like, cut everybody down. I'm just, like, I'm trying to help you improve on these things. Um, this design, to me, is kind of random. Like, I don't know if that's in reference to some something in the news cycle that I missed. But as far as, like, color contrast, I don't think it's anything special. Um, I would probably use a different font, personally. Uh, this one right here, 
Like it's very small, very thin. Uh, the font selection I'm not a huge fan of. And it looks like you tried to like grab that loading bar off Google Images and you didn't actually magic wand the like white background off completely. So that looks pretty crap. Just be honest, it looks pretty crappy. Let's be honest here. Um, Nap Queen, I like the color contrast here. I like this design, but I would vertically orient it towards the top of the shirt. Otherwise, isn't that just random to see like a, a horizontal design that's just in the middle of the shirt? Like I, I never see people wearing shirts that look like this and probably because people don't buy shirts that look like that. So come on, a little bit of extra effort will go a long way, all right? Remy's Designs from United States, 331 Designs. You've got a featured collection of masks. All right, I like that. Um, one thing though, you've got a tote bag in your masks, but check out that design. That is sick. Um, also, all of your mask designs are really great too. But if that's original artwork, then you should be crushing with print on demand because you're doing some crazy things. Check out this beast mode tote bag. Uh, that is awesome. I don't know how you did that, if it's original, if it's not, but if that is original and you're able to create graphics like that, you should be not only selling your own stuff, but you should probably be like for hire on a website like Fiverr um, creating custom graphics because that's that's just amazing. Um, I, I closed the tab out, but I noticed you had a weird price on that. It was like 23.86, I think. So maybe go in and like up your price to 23.99 or 24.99. Although also that is really expensive for tote bags. You can go to Amazon and find tote bags from Amazon merch for like 19.99. And you can find non-merch tote bags that are FBM uh, sold through Seller Central for much cheaper. So the tote bag thing, you don't want to come in at like a super high price point because I don't think anybody's going to buy it. Alternatively, I like the design for this face mask, um, but like ten fifty, I would bring that either at like nine ninety nine or something like eleven ninety nine and market it as like a premium. But uh, yeah, ten ten fifty just seems kind of random. I would drop that like to nine ninety nine and just move on. What else you got? Oh, this sticker is really cool. Um, you've got your watermarks on. This looks familiar. Is this from like a video game or something? Where have I seen this or a movie? Uh, I don't know why. I feel like I've seen this before. Anyways, I do like the sticker itself. I would again fix your pricing. Two ninety one just seems random. I would get that up to like two ninety nine or three ninety nine even. Um, again, though, you've got some really cool looking designs. Anybody listening to the podcast, uh, I'll link to the shop or I won't link to the shop actually because I do that only for Etsy shops. But I do think this is a uh, really good looking Redbubble shop. You know what? Actually, I will link to this shop. I will link to this one because it's the best one we've seen in this episode. A lot of great designs. <laughs> you also went. This is one of the first things I did when I jumped on Merch by Amazon is I sold uh, letters because I was like, what the heck can I do to fill these upload slots? And I ended up doing just letters. And uh, I think I made like one sale. So it was not profitable. Um, I thought I was a genius for doing it. Then I did some research and realized everybody else had already done it too. So not anything to write home about as far as sales. I think I got lucky and got like one sale. Although you know what's funny is one of, if not my best-selling listing on Redbubble was just a letter. And it was marketed correctly. And that's really all it was. Like, I put the right keywords in. I put the letter to market it to the people that would search those keywords. And it actually worked. And it didn't just work. Like, it worked extremely well. Um, So anyways, I'm not going to give up the niche. (laughs) But it did, like, it was that simple. It was like, oh, okay, I'm like the 10,000th person to put this letter up. However, I know what keywords to market it as. And it worked. All right, anyways, I think this is a good time to wrap up this episode. Thank you guys for watching until the end of the video. Do me a quick favor, drop a like on the video and subscribe if you're not already. 
Before I wrap up, just wanted to remind you I wrote a full Redbubble masterclass of a course. It is going to cover everything you need to know about Redbubble and more to succeed. You can find a link in the description. And that's it, guys. Thank you so much for watching until the end. Hope you have a great weekend. I'll see you tomorrow with a new top five niches of the week. 